0: Radio On The Go. The following is a production of Radio On The Go Sports.
1: Find everything all right? Yep. Yeah. clean up on aisle four.
0: Clean up on aisle five.
1: Clean up in produce. Did you find everything okay? Yes, we did. Oh,
2: good. Price check on honeydew. Seven days a week, whipped cream on aisle ten.
3: KQCR 98.9 FM proudly presents the Brothers Market Basketball Coaches Corner. Along with our segment supporters, KQCR welcomes Brothers Market of Parkersburg and Grundy Center as our title sponsor for the weekly conversation with our local high school basketball coaches. When you need game day groceries or food for every day, shop Brothers Market, open seven days a week. Here on KQCR this morning, talk with six area coaches about their team, their players, past games, and future opponents. It's a cart full of basketball meat and produce. The Brothers Market Basketball Coaches Corner, coming down the aisle to you next on 98.9 FM and the KQCR stream through RadioOnTheGo.com.
4: Welcome to this week's edition of the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm John Mowinkoal. Boys basketball coaches coming up on this week's show. Before we get to that, let's run through scores from Friday night, January 6th. Starting on girls' high school basketball, number 1 and 2A Dyke New Hartford beats number 14 and 2A Applington-Parkersburg 61-28 to as aired here on KQCR. AGWSR beats South Harden 45-41. Grundy Center beat BCLUW 44-18. to Iowa Falls Aldenfeld Clear Lake 76-49. North Butler beat Rockford 54-20. to Boys basketball. AGWSR fell to South Harden 66 34. As aired here on KQCR, it was number 2 and 2A Applington Parkersburg defeating Dyke New Hartford 73 44. Groundy Center beat BCLUW 52 17. Clear Lake beat Iowa Falls Alden 70 50 and North Butler defeated Rockford 59-42. to With that, we'll take our first time out, and Appleton-Parkersburg head coach Aaron Thomas will join me when we come back on the Brothers Market Coaches Show.
3: Hey, we're here on KQCR talking for Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center. Specials this week from the meat department. 80% lean ground beef, 10-pound tubes for $2.69 per pound. You don't want to buy the 10-pound tube? Well, you can buy it by the pound. 80% ground beef at Brothers Market, $2.99 a pound otherwise. Also, they have Frito-Lay party size chips for $3.99. Brothers Market has Campbell's tomato or chicken noodle soup, four cans for $5. And fresh strawberries. How's that for a wintertime treat? Two ninety nine for the fresh strawberries, plus many other specials at Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center, where they treat you like family.
4: 73-44 to Appleton-Parkersburg with a victory over Dyke-New Hartford. And joining now is head coach of the Falcons, Aaron Thomas, after this big win. He kind of just steadily kept adding on to that lead as the night went on. Uh, fast start, kind of a plateau to end the first quarter, but uh, yep. I'd say all in all, a solid victory for your team here on the road tonight. What are kind of your impressions here as you get this one in the books now?
5: Well, anytime you got a rivalry game and you know their kids competed extremely hard, um, you know it's going to be a battle. Records make no difference in yeah. <laughs> this one, but beautiful building uh, here. Great to have some space, and um, but it's great atmosphere, full house, and uh, proud of our guys. I thought our effort was really good. Um, we just got to make sure we stay focused and don't get a little sloppy. A couple times we went on a run, then we got a little sloppy. They got, you know, a couple easy ones that we didn't need to give up. But uh, all in all, you, you rivalry game, you take the win, you go home.
4: Yeah, so you, you said it, a new place here uh, here at Dyke. And uh, one of the aspects of this new place is a longer court. Yeah. Did you uh, sense any impact with that tonight?
5: You know, I don't know if it's much longer court, but the deep end zones, I think, affect oh, yeah. some shooting. But I, I don't know what we end up shooting from three. We had a lot of them right on. Um you know, we missed bunnies all, all levels tonight. Fresh off JV, uh, even varsity. We can get a little, you know, we just got to concentrate and finish those. But like I said, the night, the bigger floor, you know, you're going to see that if you can get to Wells Fargo. Um, so it's good to get on and play on that. Grundy Center has a big floor as well. And, um, you know, I thought our guys played hard, ran the floor. That was our, our thing. Uh, Dyke does a good job picking you up full court to kind of slow you down a little bit at times. But all in all, uh, we'll take the points and head her home.
4: So tonight, uh, Garrett Hempen, Joins yeah. the 1,000-point club. Uh, obviously a great moment for him, uh, 24 points tonight. But, man, 1,000 for his career, yeah. a little more than that. Uh, what can you say about him being able to surpass that milestone?
5: Yeah, heck of an accomplishment. I think we got four players now um, that have got there, you know, in the last since Carter Cavalier and then Jade Mackey and then uh, able to have Garrett today, and it's a great accomplishment. For him, a lot of time, effort, and hard work, and and, uh, he's doing a good job. I thought tonight he really played within himself. He didn't really force many shots. I don't know how many shots he took, but he's extremely efficient tonight, and does an excellent job getting downhill, and I know he hit a couple threes. And our guys do a good job finding him. But happy for Garrett, uh, great accomplishment. And then uh, Will Hodges
4: uh, able to work his way in the starting lineup. He uh, he had a few, uh, some nice uh, plays uh, tonight, uh, some really solid buckets, some solid uh, all-around play. What can you say about Will, and you know kind of how he's been able to earn his way into the into the starting lineup here? Well,
5: finally healthy. You know yeah. he went uh, rolled ankle, and then he got influenza, and uh, he's been able to string some practices together. And, and one, you know, uh, you can see the effectiveness really good with the ball. Uh, can really guard, um, and, and he's still just kind of learning our system, learning our stuff. But uh, he got welcome to the rivalry, you know, and his, their students uh, gave him a nice greeting. But he kind of thrives on that, he'll, he'll be all about that. So proud of him and just his effort and the way he uh, keeps coming and learning and, and the player I know he wants to become.
4: All right, and uh, how about that last dunk there by Kai Roddinghouse in yeah. that alley-oop? A nice way to polish it off, huh?
5: <laughs> yeah, Kai. You know, uh, he's another one that, that he probably had his best game the last game that we played, and then unfortunately was sick, missed a day of practice. I was able to practice yesterday, and uh, but uh, you know, a kid who's really coming. He didn't even start playing basketball till halfway through his freshman year, and came to me ask if he could play, and then he just worked. He he puts a lot of time in the gym and in the weight room. Um, and is happy to see that for him, uh, you know, that payoff. And we need him with his length and the way he blocks shots. Um, he's a guy that we're going to need down the road is if we can hopefully make a deep run.
4: All right, so the rest of the lineup, uh, everyone kind of got their uh, usual stuff here tonight. Uh, this interview also going to air on the Brothers Market Coaches so. So uh, that said, uh, let's go back to uh, the Union game here this past Tuesday. If you wanted to kind of just go back and kind of recap that one from, from your perspective.
5: Yeah, you know, first half we were a little rusty. It uh, looked like, you know, coming off break. I, we were... We I thought we played pretty hard. We didn't shoot it very well um, and, and had a couple small breakdowns defensively. But the second half, um, we turned up the defense. We had 18 straight stops to start the half, held them to two points in the third quarter, and that first bucket came with, like, under a minute and held them to eight total points in the second half. So um, from that standpoint, pretty good thing, um, good way to get started back. You know, Union's an improved team, but I think by the way we guarded and competed, I was extremely proud and happy of our, our guys for their effort that they gave us with that. And then, you know, you always hope knowing d and is next, you don't overlook anybody. And um, and then obviously to have DNH and um, get that win and then a very good Van Meter team coming, you know, today.
4: I'll resume my conversation with Applington Parkersburg boys basketball coach Aaron Thomas next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show.
6: Your local Landis Cooperatives are helping growers plan for another successful season. As we go through winter, farmers are making decisions on seed, fertilizers and ag chemicals to improve or maintain high yields in their fields. Your nearby Landis Co-ops have the best ag inputs at the best price with expertise and services growers need to succeed making for a better bottom line for your farming operation. In Dyke New Hartford country, see your local Landis Agronomist. We are the land, and the land is us. Landis.
0: Who has the appliances you need and is just a few minutes away? It's AP Appliance Heating and Cooling. For decades, they have provided professional heating and cooling services, but remember, their appliances. AP Appliance is a dealer of Maytag, Mana, Whirlpool, and KitchenAid, brands you can trust. Plus, AP Appliance backs them up with expert service. Stop by this week, Monday through Friday, and check out their line of refrigerators, freezers, washers and dryers, as well as stoves and dishwashers. Get best KitchenAid, Maytag, Amana, and Whirlpool from AP Appliance Heating and Cooling, Highway 57, Parkersburg.
1: The day has finally arrived. Greenbelt Bank & Trust is open for business at our newest location in Parkersburg. We will be open in our mobile banking unit with lobby hours Monday through Friday 9am to 4pm and drive up hours Monday through Friday 8am to 5pm. Our mobile banking unit features in-person service, a drive up and a night deposit for all your banking needs. We now offer you the opportunity to stop in and introduce yourself to our professional knowledgeable staff. We think you will enjoy seeing familiar faces ready to serve you. We can help you with a full line of products and services from a new checking or savings account to a large variety of loan options. A new location and another reason that Greenbelt Bank & Trust is leading the way.
3: Greenbelt Bank & Trust leading the way in Iowa Falls, Parkersburg, Ackley, Grundy Center, Eldora, and Belmont. Member FDIC Equal
4: Housing Lender. And I resume my conversation with Applington Parkersburg boys basketball coach Aaron Thomas on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Just getting done here with uh, Christmas break, a couple weeks off, uh, and then uh, I think it was like, what, a full week of practice, something like that. Uh, What were you guys able to really kind of hammer out there in the gym over that practice uh, that you're bringing in here to now 2023?
5: Well, you know, we we tried to work. We didn't practice great over break. I told our guys, and and we went down to Cedar Rapids Kennedy and scrimmaged uh, Cedar Rapids uh, Kennedy, Waverly, and Bentendorf, and and we weren't very good. Uh, It was kind of a good wake-up call, and then we came back. Uh, had the practice um, Monday and then Union, and we responded. I think it got our attention, you know. Um, but we did some shooting. We were able to add a couple things, keep working what we want to do defensively. And um, But I, honestly, our best two practice have been our last two um, after break. I didn't think we were maybe as good as we need to be in break, and I think that scrimmage got our attention, and then I thought we did a great job competing this whole week.
4: All right, so for the first time, if I'm not mistaken, it's going to be a back-to-back here, and not only that, but it's going to be less than a 24-hour turnaround. Mm -hmm. Girls at 4.30, boys at 6 uh, tomorrow uh, at AP. Uh man, Van Meter coming to town. That's uh, obviously their state tournament uh, right. regular. Yep. Uh, what's the story with them coming here on a back to back?
5: I've had uh, Coach Waters and Coach Niroth working on that scouting report. i only worried about DNH. Uh, so we got. We'll have clips that we'll watch uh, tonight when we get home. He, Coach Waters already got the scouting report about all the way done. Extremely athletic. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, they, they get up and down in a big time hurry. They play extremely fast. Um, so it's going to be a fast-paced game, it's going to be a physical game, and we just got to make sure we're ready to go. They played tonight too, they got to hop on the bus, so hey, these guys are 16, 17, 18 years old, they, they shouldn't be tired. Yeah, and so on a
4: back to back like that, uh, I have to imagine that you know it's probably less focused on scouting and more just focused on yourselves and doing what you have to do to win, right? Yeah, and
5: we'll look at you know we got to you know if they got some guys who can really shoot it, we got to make sure we find them or you know those things. We'll look at and figure out their strengths and just it, we'll try to keep it simple because I don't want our guys thinking we just got to play, um, but we also got to know is a guy a three point shooter is he a driver, who are they going to post, make sure we get our matchups and those things. So it'll be. Yeah, much more about us and doing what we do well, but making sure we know if they got a shooter or whatever. All right, and then next
4: week, uh, East Marshall on Tuesday. Uh, Definitely definitely don't want to overlook anyone, but maybe one of those that uh, you could probably chalk up as hopefully a victory on Tuesday, and then uh, back to NICL Central play with uh, Denver on Friday. What's the outlook for uh, the rest of the schedule here with the week ahead?
5: Yeah, it'll be big. You know, East Marshall just had a kid score 42 or 43. They played South Harden really close, so um, we're going to have to be ready to go. Uh, I told our guys, when you're ranked, you're going to get everybody's best shot. And they got one night, you know, their their Super Bowl. So we got to be ready, uh, and can't be laxidazel. Not only that, we got to get better every single day. It's about improving, so we're our best, you know. Come postseason, you can't waste days, waste opportunities. Um, so we got to be focused, you know. Denver, they got a kid back over the break that was out the first half of the year, the Eli Ricketts, who was uh, maybe second team All Conference last year. Um, they just had a battle with Wopsy who's having a good year. So we're gonna have to be ready to go. It'd be another big week, but again, it comes down to us getting better day in day out.
4: Well, a big win for your team uh, over Dyke New Hartford again, uh, seventy-three to forty-four. Uh, any final thoughts you want to share about your team or about this uh, big win here over DNH?
5: Yes, appreciate our crowd. You know, pack that yeah. uh, side all red over there, and just the way they were loud and into it. Uh, great high school atmosphere both ways for both communities, both um, programs, and it was a lot of fun. Always a little better when you win, so we'll take our win. Want to know and then like I said, great to have some space coming over here, and not be packed in, and uh, yep. we filled her up. Um, and it was a good atmosphere, but we'll take the win, go home.
4: All right, that's Aaron Thomas, head coach of the AP Boys basketball team. Appreciate the time. Thanks, Jim we'll catch home. you here
2: next week. No one covers more local high school sports than Radio on the Go. Listen to 98.9 FM and the KQCR stream at RadioOnTheGo.com. Each season for coverage of the Dyke-New Hartford Wolverines, the Clarksville Indians, and the South Harden Tigers.
4: We are Radio on the Go. All right. Joining me now is Alex Tagtoe. He is the head coach of the Dyke New Hartford Boys Basketball Team, and the Wolverines are off to a four and five start to the season. Last night they fell to number two and two A Appleton Parkersburg, seventy three to forty four in the uh, first game of the new year. Coach, thanks for taking a little bit of time. Let's go back to that game last night. Uh, can you kind of go back and summarize how you think uh, things went from your team? I know AP got out kind of to a pretty quick start and uh, kind of put the pedal to the metal in that second half. What's kind of your perspective on how things went for your team last night?
7: Yeah, I thought we battled for uh, a huge chunk of the game. Um, they, they got out, out quick on us, um, and then we battled back and kind of hung around for a really long time, and they kind of had a spurt there towards the end of the third, and then uh, really didn't look back once they did that. But I was really proud of how hard we played and, and how we battled and how how we hung around for a long time.
4: Yeah, so AP has done this to quite a bit of teams. You know, blown out just about uh, every team that they faced this year. Uh, I guess what is it about them that makes them that makes them so tough to beat? And uh, why, I guess what is it about about AP that, that kind of makes it tough?
7: Yeah. Their, their defensive pressure is, is tough to play against. Um, and I thought for the most part, we handled it pretty well, um, especially in the full court. Um, but they, they, they really challenge you on the ball. Um, you know, and and they're up into you the whole time. Um, but then the thing, uh, I think that's, that, that goes right along with that is, is how well they shoot the ball. So, um, you know, you miss a rotation, um, you know, something bounces the wrong way, and and you give somebody some space, and it doesn't really matter who it is. Um, it's going up and it's going in, so that's that makes it tough when when you combine their their pressure defensively and how well they shoot it. It's it's a tough matchup.
4: Uh, One of the things that uh, you had kind of mentioned before going into Christmas break is uh, the consistency factor for your team. And I guess from the scoring column last night, uh, you had 10 in the first, 11 in the second, 12 in the third, and then another 11 in the fourth. So from that standpoint, it's pretty consistent, I guess. Um, I guess, what's your take on that? I'm sure you're looking for better numbers than that, but uh, I guess the consistency is starting to get there, right?
7: Yeah, I'd say we're moving in the right direction with that. Um, Obviously, we'll we're trying to get, you know, more than 10 or 11 points in a quarter. But, uh, you know, against a team like AP, that's that's easier said than done. Uh, but, yeah, we're, we're definitely starting to figure it out a little bit. Um, starting to have a, a lot more flow through our game offensively. Um, trying to eliminate those kind of droughts that we, we were kind of going through early in the year. So, uh, I'd say we're doing a good job in that area, uh, you know, with the consistency and, and getting the ball where we need to get it and, and scoring a little bit more. And when
4: it comes to uh, some players from last night's game, uh, unofficially, Benton Bixby with 15, Braxton Johnson with 12. So uh, about kind of the usual there. Uh, can you talk about them and maybe some of the other um, other players that uh, kind of you know maybe stood out last night? I don't know it was a loss, but uh, who are some of your key players last night?
7: Yeah, our two seniors offensively. Um, I mean, you you nailed it. They they were the guys that that did most of our scoring. Um, but that's that's not. Um, not out of the norm for us. You know, we really try to play through those guys inside, um, and try to get everything going through that. So, um, they were pretty good. Um, I, I really thought everybody that we played on the perimeter, I, I thought was, was pretty locked in defensively for, for at least three quarters of the game. And I thought we did a good job. Um, you know, Hemp got it going and, and got, uh, I don't know what he ended up with, uh, 20, 24, I think on us, but, um, I thought our perimeter guys did a good job of, um, you know, not really letting them run their stuff a ton against us, and, and that I was really impressed by by all of our guys out on the perimeter. Um, Colin, Devin, Jace, um, Jack coming in off the bench. So those guys are really proud of how they competed. They didn't they didn't score a ton, um, but their defensive energy was really good for us.
4: I'll resume my conversation with Dyke New Hartford boys basketball coach Alex Tagtoe next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show.
6: Your local Landis cooperatives are helping growers plan for another successful season. As we go through winter, farmers are making decisions on seed, fertilizers, and ag chemicals to improve or maintain high yields in their fields. Your nearby Landis co-ops have the best ag inputs at the best price with expertise and services. Growers need to succeed, making for a better bottom line for your farming operation. In dyke Hartford country, see your local Landis agronomist. We are the land, and the land is us landis i now
4: resume my conversation with dyke new hartford boys basketball coach alex tagtoe on the brothers market coaches show so this of course being the first game uh, out of christmas break uh, can you talk about what you think your team was able to get accomplished over the christmas break is you know as far as uh areas that you were looking to improve on and uh, other stuff like that that you got accomplished over break
7: yeah it's you know you kind of hit on a little bit of it um you know, we talked right before break after we played Grundy uh, about just kind of refining the detail. Um, you know, with there's still a lot of new stuff that, that we're working through and, and, and new guys without a lot of experience. So um, it's just a really good time for us to have those practices all in a row. You know, to have those practices when it's not coming off the end of a full day of school. Um, we really just tried to refine all the things we're doing and. and and be detail-oriented and make sure we're doing the little things right. Um, So that was our main focus. Um, And then outside of that, just just continuing to grow skill development-wise, you know, shooting, things like that. Um, And I think it was a great time for us. So I think it's going to pay off as we keep going.
4: Another thing that you had mentioned uh, before the break was that this is going to be your uh, first uh, D and versus uh, A P game, and yeah, I know you, everyone was looking forward to the atmosphere in that brand new gym with uh, with A P coming to town last night. That was uh, that was pretty awesome atmosphere, a great crowd last night, right?
7: Yeah, it was a great environment. Um, it, it was great to see the place packed. You know, all the students in there it was it was really great. I'm uh, looking forward to a lot more of those down the road
4: all right so uh when it comes to the uh, upcoming schedule for your team here uh looks like wapsie valley a road trip there uh always uh always a tough place to play uh out there at wapsie valley uh, what's the outlook for them coming up here on tuesday night
7: yeah you hit it on the head that's a tough place to play um you know that's uh, that's where i'm from originally so i i played in that gym a lot that's where I, I first started coaching so really looking forward to the chance to get back in there and uh and compete, but uh, they're always ready to go, and that's a really tough place to play for anybody coming into town. So we're going to have to be ready to go. But I think uh, I think it's it's a pretty good matchup for us, and I think we can uh, we can hopefully do some good things, and we'll, we'll see how it goes.
4: And then I know it's one game at a time, but West Fork and Union uh, coming up uh, then to end the week. Uh, West Fork is one of those; that's kind of a, uh, a traditional power non-conference. Uh, I know they've uh, uh, historically, in their time being a school, have made it to state. You know, uh, a few different times than Union uh, the Friday night. So, uh, what does the rest of the week uh, kind of have in store for your uh, for your team?
7: Yeah, you know, uh, you, when we talked before the season, you know, one of the, one of the things I remember saying was that there's really no nights off and. This is an example of that, you know, our conference is so is so tough top to bottom, you know, and, and then we're adding in non-conference going to a place like West that just like you said, you know, they've been down in the state tournament um, more often than not in the last 10 years. So, um, you know, we're going to have to be ready to go. That's a long road trip for a Thursday night. So um, that's the big thing that I think we've got to be concerned about is, you know, we're, we're on the road at Waxie Tuesday. Um, that game is going to be really physical. Um, that's going to be a tough game to play in. One day of prep, then we're all the way up at West Fork, which is, you know, that, that's a haul. And then we're right back on a Friday. So the big thing on our end is is we've got to kind of manage our guys. We've got to take care of our bodies and, and make sure we can actually make it through the week physically and, and compete at the level that we need to physically. So that's that's the thing we've got to – get sorted out and worry about but uh i'll be honest with you we're, we're really focused on Watson right now i haven't uh got a chance to get much film in on west fork and union but we'll we'll dive into that monday and tuesday but right now we're just worried about tuesday's game
4: you bet and a uh, big picture now that you're underway here in january what are going to be some of the biggest teams for uh for your team to put together a, a strong second half of the season and hopefully be firing on all cylinders going into the postseason
7: yeah. Well, I mean, we just got to keep growing offensively, you know, and, and uh, uh, you, you, you hit on that a little bit and, and I know I keep saying it, but we just got to keep growing offensively and that's going to come with being, you know, consistent shooting basketball with taking care of it, and not turning over and, and just really refining the detail of how we're spacing the floor and, and taking advantage of, of the things that our personnel does and the things we can get against the defense. So, you know, as we continue to get, uh, get all that stuff refined. You know, I'm, I'm excited about second half of the season. I think there's a lot more wins out there for us.
4: All right. Just about out of time coach, but uh, anything else you want to share about your program before we wrap up here today?
7: I, I just, it being in the gym last night. Uh, you know, I know, I know that's a big deal. The, the APD and H uh, thing, but it's just been so great. The support we've had in our community. And it's just, uh, just so awesome to see all the blue in the stands, uh, last night and i just can't wait to get him back in the gym all
4: right that's dyke a harford boys basketball coach alex Tagtoe. appreciate the time coach and uh best of luck here next week
7: i appreciate it always
4: good to talk to you more is coming up next on the brothers market coaches show
3: Hey, we're here on KQCR talking for Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center. Specials this week from the meat department. 80% lean ground beef, 10-pound tubes for $2.69 per pound. You don't want to buy the 10-pound tube? Well, you can buy it by the pound. 80% ground beef at Brothers Market. $2.99 a pound otherwise. Also, they have Frito-Lay party size chips for $3.99. Brothers Market has Campbell's tomato or chicken noodle soup. Four cans for $5. And fresh strawberries. How's that for a wintertime treat? Two ninety nine for the fresh strawberries, plus many other specials at Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center, where they treat you like family.
4: We're back on the Brothers Market Coaches Show, now joined by AGWSR boys basketball coach Riley Shipper, as his team is uh, now 0-8 here to start the 2022-23 season. Uh, a couple of games this week to talk about. Uh, first of all, it was a 48-36 to loss at home to Janesville here on Thursday night. Coach, looks like one of those uh, closer kind of games, but uh, your team's still uh, unable to unable to find the win column in this one. Uh, can you go back to this one against Janesville and uh, kind of describe the the story with that one?
8: Yeah, morning, John. Uh, thanks for having us. Um, yeah, I thought we played really well against Janesville. Um, we built a 10-point lead early on. We were up 17-7. Um, really came out as the aggressors, um, you know, and and I think that's something we need to do um, more often. Um, really come out and and play our tails off early on, and 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 try to build uh, build a lead, and you know, take it two teams instead of allowing teams to to come at us and try to play from behind. Um, you know, another night where um, Bradley Roeder had a great night. Bradley had forty five or twenty five of our, our thirty six, um, and I, I really thought we executed our offense well. We rebounded well. Um, you know, we just, we, we didn't make open shots when we had the opportunity. Um, and, and, and that's kind of been the story, you know, of our whole year so far, you know, we get one guy to play well and, and, and other, and we don't get somebody else to, to tally it up in the score column. Um, you know, so Bradley had 25, I think Gabe had seven and we got, you know, one or two from somebody else, you know, we're not going to win a lot of games that way. Um, you know, execution wise and effort wise, everything's been there. Um, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, we, we don't know how to win yet. Um, you know, we're still working on that and, but I thought we played really well, you know, the final total ended up a 12 point game, but you know, really a five or six point game, you know, with three throws late and following late. Um, so yeah, another game we were in, um, it, it was, it, it was exciting to be in a game again. Um, you know, we, we played well up at Denver and then to before break and come out of break and, and give ourselves a chance to win again, you know, is where we need to be at, and, you know, hopefully one of these nights it turns into a win.
4: And then last night it ends up being a 66-34 to loss at home to South Harden. I know before the break you had said that that's a team that maybe is kind of flying under the radar a little bit and it uh, looks like they had their way uh, last night at your place. Uh, what's the story with that one?
8: Yeah, you know, another story where, um, you know, we, we played a really good first half. Um, we were down, I think, 12 at halftime, something like that, um, 14 maybe at halftime. Um, you know, a, a reversal of roles um, kind of for us uh you know niederhoff had 20 last night and, and i think Roter only had four um you know but yeah you said it uh, they're kind of flying under the radar you know they're only four four right now but i think they're they're a way better basketball team than that um you know they put up 92 uh the night before up at uh, over at east marshall um so we knew we were going to have to uh you know really try to slow them down and 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 i think we did that you know we got back on defense um i think we turned it over maybe only five or six times last night um, you know, really didn't give up very many offensive rebounds. Uh, so for us, you know, to keep it under 10 total turnovers and, 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 and execute offensively on on the offensive end. And, you know, again, another night where we couldn't get more than one guy going, uh, you know, and, and, you know, it, it sounds like a broken record, but that's the story of our season. Um, if we can get a night where we get, you know, multiple guys going, um, you know, I, I really think it's going to turn into a win for us, but overall I, I was, re- I was really pleased. Um. You know, they're, they're a team that can score it at a high rate. Um, I think we slowed down what they want to do offensively. Um, our defense played really well, um, you know, especially for a team that scored 92 the night before, only to give up 66, uh, you know, and, and some of that was late. Um, so, you know, I, uh, again, overall execution-wise, very good. Effort-wise, very good. Um, you know, we just, we're just we just not able to put enough together to, to come out on top. But, you know, I, I'm most proud of these guys for, you know, sticking together. Um, you know, they grind every day um we have a great time together and you know we're we're, we're going to keep grinding and you know hopefully it, it turns into wins on the uh, on the wind column
4: you bet so uh of course uh, it sounds like uh Bradley Roder and Gabe Niederhoff have been uh, obviously doing the the bulk of the scoring and all that stuff what do you think are going to be some of the keys you know as we go down the stretch here to getting some more guys involved and getting some more touches and more points to different guys and uh hopefully uh, obviously the goal is for that is for that to translate to win but what are what are going to be some of those keys
8: you know, I, I, it, it's, it's sharing the basketball, um, you know, trusting each other. Um, I thought last night um, against South Harden, Callan Muchler. you know, it didn't show up on the in the score column as much. You know, he, he scored some last night, just, you know, two or three points, but he was really aggressive. Um, you know, he handled the ball um, for us a, quite a bit last night when, when Bradley and Gabe were being pressured, uh, you know, and, and I want him to be more aggressive, and I, and I thought he did a really nice job. Ryan Pickering has, you know, ryan ryan's a capable shooter um he's taking great shots he just hasn't hasn't found the bottom of the net yet and you know he's he's shooting the ball when he needs to he he struggled early on this season with turnovers um and and he's really cleaned that up he's being he's being stronger with the basketball um you know and 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 is in the right spot um eli cooper you know has has really put the effort into to, to 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 gather defensive rebounds and And there's really, you know, I had scored a couple nights, um, you know, if we can use him a little bit in the post to, you know, take some of that pressure off of Bradley and Gabe, you know, we've got to throw it into him just, just a few times, you know, just to give him the opportunity to score. Um, George Van Hope gave us great minutes last night and George has continued to get better. Um, you know, so it's, it's just a matter of, you know, we're, we're in the right spots. We've got guys in the right spots. Um, and, and those guys, those other guys just, you know, gotta, gotta take advantage of their opportunities and, and score it when they get chances. Um, you know, there, there's always going to be open looks for them because obviously teams are going to key on Bradley and Gabe. And, you know, and Bradley and Gabe have done a great job throwing it to those guys. And, you know, and it's not that they don't, you know, that they that those guys can't, aren't capable of doing it. Um, you know, I, I really think they will be able to do it. And, you know, Bradley and Gabe trust them, and, and we're going to continue to, to trust each other, and, and, and that will turn out in the win.
4: I'll resume my conversation with AGWSR boys basketball coach Riley Schiffer next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show.
2: Don't get stuck in a lecture hall that is larger than your high school graduating class. At Ellsworth Community College in Iowa Falls, they don't have 300 person lecture halls. Their average class sizes are 18 students. Ellsworth professors will get to know you personally and offer their advice and experience whenever you need it. ECC has a close-knit, friendly, welcoming environment so you will feel right at home. Let them help you create your experience at Ellsworth Community College. Call today at 641-648-4611 or visit EllsworthCollege.com.
6: I know I need life insurance, but I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Does this sound familiar? Has life insurance fallen down to the bottom of your to-do list? This is Barry Hoffmeister in Ackley. Regardless of what might be on our busy schedules, life can change in an instant. Having life insurance can protect your family from the what-ifs, and adds a peace of mind to your agenda. Contact me, Barry Hoffmeister, your Farm Bureau agent in Ackley, to learn more today. It's your
2: future, let's protect it. Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company. 4G Electric of Ackley says Happy New Year. John and the team remind you that Forge Electric is there for all your new installation and electrical repair needs. Just buzz, Forge Electric, 641-847-8022. Remember, they sell and service all portable and stationary generic generators to keep the lights on at your home, farm, or business this winter. Thanks for your business from Forgie Electric of Ackley.
6: Ackley Medical Center is healthcare you can count on, and also pleased to support sports coverage you can count on, including the Coach's Corner here on KQCR. Tune into the AGWSR portion of the Coach's Corner every Saturday at 10 a.m. Dr. David Van Gorp, ANRP Tiffany Gramblin, and PAC Brianne Newberger, and the rest of the team cheer for Cougar basketball and wrestling this winter. With over five decades of professional service to Ackley area families, remember Ackley Medical Center for your healthcare needs. From infant to adult, they are there for you. Call six 6- 841 847 Ackley Medical Center, a department of Hanson Family Hospital. Time now to resume my conversation with
4: AGWSR boys basketball coach Riley Shipper on the Brothers Market Coaches Show even though it hasn't translated to a win yet, you're still, uh, for the most part, uh, heading uh, in the right direction anyway. Um, that being said, uh, what are some of the key things that you think your team was able to get accomplished over the Christmas break here over the last couple of weeks? Uh, uh, obviously, no games, a little bit of time off. Uh, what, what was kind of the the biggest takeaways from Christmas break?
8: Yeah, you know, you, you said I, I really think we, we still are trending in the right direction. Um, you know, I, I see us getting better every night we play. Um and, and, and that's the most important thing. Um, you know, for a team like ours that, you know, isn't, you know, isn't going to wow you. We've got to continue to work on us and, and really get better every time we play. And, and when we have practice time, um, you know, we've got to work on us. Um, we can't worry about, you know, the outside noise, what, what other teams are doing. It, it's, it's got to be about us. Um, you know, and that's what break was about. Um, you know, we really wanted to clean up some defensive stuff. We worked on a ton of rebounding. Um, you know, we hadn't been very good on the defensive glass. Uh, and, and that's, and, and that, and I've seen that, you know, I, I I've seen us, you know, really, really focus on that, you know, more than one guy are trying to go get the ball. You know, guys are giving a ton of effort. We're getting on the floor. Um, so, and, and then offensive execution, um, you know, not that guys don't know the place. Um, you know, we just, there were time for we, what, what, what comes next, you know, on our offense, if, if, if something's taken away. So we're really focused on that stuff and, 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 and I'm seeing it, you know, we're, we're seeing the, we're reaping the benefits of, of really focusing on ourselves. Um, so, you no, know, yeah, I, I like the direction we're going in. Um we're gonna you know, we're gonna keep keep working, keep grinding every day and you know and, and guys are you know, and I told them last night after the game, it's we can look at the wins and losses, but you know, we really gotta we really gotta look at ourselves and say, you know, are we playing better basketball every night? And I really think we're starting to do that.
4: So next week, you got another another back-to-back on Monday and Tuesday, a trip to North Tama, then you'll host Union, and then down to East Marshall uh, next Friday night. Uh, by the way, that East Marshall game is a game that will air here on uh, KQCR, but uh, what's in store for the upcoming week for your team with uh, three games next week?
8: Yeah, you know, we're, we're in a stretch where we're going to play a ton of basketball. Um, you know, we only played six six games before Christmas. So we've got 15, 15 games in the month of January and, you know, early February, and you know that that's a stretch for us that you know we we got to see what we're made of um you know with that's that's four games in six days for us and then you know you play that friday um so you know we're playing five games in, in a stretch of a week um w- which is a ton for us you know we we're not we don't have a ton of depth but you know we we got to see what we're made of um you know and yeah w- you know go up to north Tama. um you know a team we've played every year for the last you know i think four or five years um i, I think it'll be a good game for us it's a it's a good matchup for us. Um, you know, so coming off a couple days' rest, you know, after a back to back, you know, I, I think our guys will be ready to go Monday. And then we'll turn around and play Union um, right away. You know, a team that, again, don't know a ton about. We played them last year. We haven't played them in a few years before that. You know, it's been a while. Um, so I know they're a young team. They lost quite a few seniors last year. But, you know, again, we'll, we'll see what we can do Monday night. We'll get ready um, Monday night and, you know, we'll have a quick turnaround. We'll walk through Tuesday, get ready for that. And then, and obviously go play an East Marshall team that, you know, I, that I've i been really impressed with, um, you know, a team again, that their record doesn't show how good they are. Um, you know, they say it was 92 88 the other night against South Harden, um, you know, and, and junior Brown put up 43 against South Harden, um, you know, so they're, they're really, really, their guards are really, really good. Um, so, you know, we'll have to focus again, probably on, you know, getting back defensively, stopping them in transition and, and then, you know, try to get points when we have our opportunities, but, yeah, you said it you know it's three games in five days but um you know we'll we'll put we'll put it down and, and hopefully our depth um you know can hold up
4: all right and uh, we've we've touched on this a little bit already but uh, big picture um what are your thoughts on keys for your team to uh, hopefully put together a victory here pretty soon and uh, overall you know just uh, improvement here as we hit the the stretch run with this uh, second half of the season now underway
8: no we just got to stick together um you know stick together share the basketball um guys guys are going to continue to gain confidence um you know we'll we got to keep focusing on the defensive end um you know especially on the in defensive rebounding um and then and then just really you know continue to execute our offense um and 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 good things are going to happen um you know i'm excited um to continue to to work with these guys uh you know they 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 become it becomes a stronger family every every day and um you know and 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 that's what you know this is most about is, is can we become stronger together and no matter if that's wins or losses, and that's kind of where we're at right now is, you know, let's let's build those bonds, let's, let's share those memories and, and, and keep working, and, you know, good things are going to happen for us.
4: All right, Coach, anything else you want to share about your program before you wrap up today?
8: Nope. I, you know, I just appreciate the support from everybody, and, and, and you know, and we're, we're going to keep grinding and, 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 you know, stick with us, and it's going to be a fun end of the season.
4: All right, that's AGWSR boys basketball coach Riley Shipper. Appreciate the time, Coach, and best of luck next week. All right, thanks, John. Thanks for having us. More is coming up next on the Brothers Market Coach Show.
3: Okay, we're here talking for Brothers Market, and I cannot believe this. When I opened my Brothers Market app, what is the special this week? It is saved $5 when I spend $50 or more at Brothers Market in Grundy Center or Parkersburg. All I have to do is get my groceries together, show the mobile app at checkout, and I save $5 if I spend $50 or more. Plus, they have many other regular specials around the store. So shop now through Sunday at Brothers Market, Parkersburg on Highway 57 or Grundy Center on Highway 175, Brothers Market where they treat you like family.
4: I'm now joined by Grundy Center Boys basketball coach Brent Thorin. Here is, we're just underway in the 2023 portion of the schedule. Uh, a couple of uh, games to talk about here from this past week. Uh, let's go back to the Jessup game on uh, Tuesday night, January 3rd. Uh, it ends up being a 60-59 to 59 loss for your team. Um, the difference there uh, at the end being a uh, missed buzzer beater for you guys. Uh, back and forth uh, all night in that one. Uh, what, what can you tell me about that game and uh, kind of the story that night?
2: Well, it
9: really was. I mean, it was, you know, back and forth, like you mentioned. And, um, you know, it was a hard fought game. Both, both teams were very competitive. Um, you know, we knew going into their, their place, um, uh, they were going to shoot the ball really well. Um, we knew that Jack Miller's an outstanding player for them as well. And, um, you know, they, they, they're a very perimeter oriented team and puts a lot of pressure on, uh, defensive teams. They really stretched the floor and, um, yeah, half the points came from three pointers that night and so you know that you with, with, with the volume of perimeter shooting that they have, you have to limit their second possessions because they have a lot of long rebounds. I thought we did a really good job of that. Um, you know for us it was kind of empty possessions. you know you, the ball gets into the painted area and we have turnover, missed layup you know, or we, we don't get fouled. We call those empty possessions when the ball gets that close to the rim. And uh, just had too many of those. Um, you know, it wasn't, I mean, free throws. Yeah, they were seven for nine. We were seven for 11. So you can look at that too. But a highly competitive game, our kids, you know, have outstanding effort each night. And, um, you know, it's one of those where, you know, if we, if we make make a basket, you know, under, under a minute, you could probably count, you know five plays on one hand and um if it went in our favor you know you're probably talking about a four to six point win rather than a one point loss so we learn from it we move on and um great environment though coming off the break i thought we had a really good break uh as far as christmas break goes of of installing some things and that but um yeah against teams like that you have to learn some things and and our players are going to have to adjust, and uh, we'll get better because of it. But, yeah, just a great environment, like I mentioned, and a great game just to start our, uh, the 2023 season.
4: And then last night, a 52-17 to win over BCLUW. Looks like this one was uh, – you had this one in control pretty early. Uh, what's the story with this one?
7: Well,
9: you know, I, you know our, our defense has been really good all year. And I thought last night we really came out in the first half and were really good defensively. Um, kind of helter-skelter type of a game. Um, we had way too many turnovers, to be brutally honest. Um, we really pushed the tempo of it, and, um, you know, they, they were in a zone the, pretty much the entire game. Um, so, you know, it, it creates a little bit more of a challenge um, wh- because we haven't primarily seen a zone consistently for the better part of the year uh, for the teams that we've played so far. So it was good for us to get out there and, and see that from that, dif- from that perspective and, and be able to do some things. But like I said, sometimes, you know, it's, it's, we, I call it calculated risk where, you know, you're looking to push the ball. You get a, you, you get, you get a possession, you push the ball. And now you're, and now you might be making too, too, uh, too risky of a pass and it gets, it turns into a turnover or, you know, we're not strong with the ball or something like that. And they were really coming at us and and uh, really trying to create some havoc in the half-court end. Um, I thought we handled it really well. Uh, Jalen Kirkpatrick was really good, especially in the first half. He had 16 in the first half. and um, But I thought collectively we did a really nice job. Uh, defensively, uh, we were just really, really, really good. I mean, any time you can hold a team to six points in a varsity contest at the half in the first half, you're doing some things right, and um, and our defense created a lot of points for us. Um, but again, you know, it's just our execution. Sometimes our effort is there, um, our execution needs to improve. Um, but uh, it's just again, it's a, a good opportunity to learn from a different style that we're that we haven't played it for a while. And um, you know, we've got we've got other games coming on the horizon. But happy to get the win at home. But um, again, still some things to work on.
4: All right, so uh, against Jessup, you had three in double figures. Uh, no stats in from the BCLUW game yet, but uh, uh, w- when it comes to uh, some of the standout players, uh, who do you think uh, was uh, kind of who do you, who do you think were was the were the kind of the players of the game here uh, for each night here this week?
9: Well, I think for you know for um, for Jessup, I thought I thought Braden Wallace, uh, I thought Tiernan Vokes, I thought Jalen Kirkpatrick really did a nice job in the offensive end. Patrick Brown did a really good job with energy and offensive rebounds and just hustle points, that type of thing for us. I thought Colin Gordon did a really good job attacking the rim. Um, he's a tough matchup when he gets good going downhill and gets the ball in the paint area. And then I thought, you know, collectively our on-ball defenders were really good as well. I thought Brody Zankula came in and, and really did a nice job uh, communicating and uh, really you know, just a change of pace with when you're guarding Jack Miller compared to some other guys that were guarding him. You know, you you hand out compliments to to a lot of guys just because a lot of that's how we're built is it's not just one or two it's you know six seven eight guys that are really um, doing a lot of different things for us in a lot of different ways. Um, last night, you know, I, I already mentioned Jalen. He had a really nice first half. Um, you know, Tiernan Vogue started us off with a three pointer with about five seconds into the first possession of the game. Um, that got us going. I, I really thought, you know, Braden Wallace did a nice job of facilitating some things, even though he didn't have a lot of points. I think he ended up with maybe two points last night, but just facilitating things offensively and just how he can seat the floor and, and, um, and really, finding ways to attack the defense and allowing the def- and pulling the defense in a particular area which opens up another section for somebody else to get an easier shot. Um, I thought he did an I thought he was he did a nice job last night. Um, y- you know w- we we've-, we've got a lot of guys that I don't just want to highlight guys that just score a lot of points for us because when you only allow 17 points there's a there's a lot of good defensive um, play going on as well. I thought t- I think Tate Dziarski probably had Four or five blocks last night. Um, so he was our he was really good protecting the rim for us. Um, I thought Riker did a really good job just on ball defense and just just a lot of hustle point just a lot of hustle out there. Um, really getting matched up against some of their better players and really trying to shut them down on the perimeter. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of times where um, guys do a lot of things that don't show up in the stats and don't show up in the newspaper, um, but it really makes a tremendous impact on the outcome of the game. We've got lots of guys that can put the ball in the basket, um, but we've got other guys that have settled into a role where they're just really, really good at doing um, the little things that make a big difference in the outcome of the game, but it, it may not be written up or there's no stat accounted for that. So, again, we're, we're, we're built as a team. We're not built as one, two, or three guys. And um, the nice thing is our kids understand that, and um, we'll just push forward. And look forward to the upcoming games coming up here, uh, because uh, we've got, you know, new challenges on the horizon. We got three games next week.
4: I'll resume my conversation with Grandy Center Boys Basketball Coach Brent Thorin next on the Brothers Market Coaches. Show.
0: Extra, extra, read all about it. The Grundy Register keeps you in touch with what's happening in Grundy Center, Dyke, BCLUW, and AGWSR land. There are pictures from area sporting events, pictures of engagements, anniversaries, what's happening around towns, and homes for sale. The Grundy Register makes sure that you know everything that is happening with two easy ways to read it. You need a subscription today. Call 319-824-6958 and read all about it.
1: The day has finally arrived. Greenbelt Bank & Trust is open for business at our newest location in Parkersburg. We will be open in our mobile banking unit with lobby hours Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. and drive-up hours Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Our mobile banking unit features in-person service, a drive-up, and a night deposit for all your banking needs. We now offer you the opportunity to stop in and introduce yourself to our professional, knowledgeable staff. We think you will enjoy seeing familiar faces ready to serve you. We can help you with a full line of products and services, from a new checking or savings account to a large variety of loan options. A new location and another reason that Greenbelt Bank & Trust is leading the way.
3: Greenbelt Bank & Trust, leading the way in Iowa Falls, Parkersburg, Ackley, Grundy Center, Eldora, and Belmont. Member
4: FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. And I resume my conversation with Grundy Center Boys basketball coach Brent Thorne on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Yeah, we'll talk about those in a sec. But uh, when we talked at Dyke uh, before that you went into the break, I know you're really looking forward to having some time with this team to be able to just have some practices, get some things installed. Uh, can you talk about what you think your team was able to get accomplished uh, over this break? I'm sure, I'm sure you had to be really excited about that, uh, getting some useful time in the gym.
9: Yeah, we 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 walked away from our Christmas break, and we were really excited with just what we were able to accomplish. Uh, We were able to highlight some areas that we needed to work on. Um, We still need to work on those areas, but I thought our practices were very spirited over the break. I thought that the kids really came to uh, with a willingness to work and get better. And uh, we were able to actually, you know, have consistent practice time with them, you know, day after day after day, which we really didn't get to have um, prior to the season started. And um, we walked away very happy as a coaching staff. We talked about wow, we, we really needed this, and we had a really good break. Um, and um, so hopefully that translates to just the things coming up on the horizon. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like you mentioned, we were really looking forward to that just so we could kind of all catch our breath with the mandatory five-day NICL break but then be able to actually have true practice time with our kids um, in a setting where we can actually work on maybe fundamentals, installing some new things. Um, and correcting some things that we've been noticing over the course of that the first part of the season that needed some improvement.
4: Well, big picture for your team, um, you'd mentioned that there's definitely some other factors going into this, but uh, when it comes down to it, you're—I mean—you're two missed buzzer beaters away from uh, being undefeated. You know, that's—it's that slim of a mm-hmm. difference between the two loss and you know being undefeated. What does that say about your team? That uh, <laughs> I mean, you're that you're that close to this being an, an undefeated team.
9: Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it, 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 it it leans to the fact of like how, how much, you know, how good we can be, but it also shows how much we need to improve. And, you know, sometimes your margin of error against really good teams is very, very small and it comes down to one or two possessions. And, um, and that's the difference. And, um, you know, that's why those teams are able to win those games and we're on the, on the other end of it. And, um, I, you know, with our kids, you know, each and every night, we know their effort's going to be there. And I mentioned when we spoke um, how competitive they are and how badly they want to, to win. Um, and that goes a long ways. And plus we, we roll out guys that are really good athletes as well. And uh, that always gives you a chance. Um, I think that's, you know, that's the exciting part of, you know, as you start to, you know, turn your attention towards the, the second half of the season um, about how good we still can be um and um yeah I, I think it it speaks to the quality of basketball probably even in this area i think i've said for many years that you could probably draw a circle around cedar falls you know and, and 50 miles either way you're going to find probably some of the highest level of 2 A basketball you know you're going to find in the state collectively if it's not a private school and so um you know there, i think there's some we, we've got a lot of good competition in the area that we can that we are involved with in the NICL in particular. And then our schedule is very robust at the back end of it where we've got other teams that we've added um, throughout the course of the season that are very good as well. So a lot of good things coming up for us, but um, I think that uh, we've got a lot of potential, but, you know, potential only goes so far. You got to put it into action when it's time to play.
4: So the upcoming week, you have three games on the schedule—a back-to-back on Monday and Tuesday at Union, and then you will host Old Wine and then uh, not uh, look too far ahead, but a huge game at Gladbrook Rhinebeck coming up on Friday, January thirteenth. Uh, what's in store for this upcoming week for your team?
9: Well, I think that Union of Port City—you um, know—they've—they've uh, constantly—they've they, been improving over the course of the year, and uh, I've watched some of their film already. Um, Really good guards that they've got on the perimeter, but a, a very, very, very good inside presence, um, and and so they really they really stretch the floor with their perimeter game. But they really want to get the ball on the inside, and that young man can finish the ball, and and he's really a handful trying to rebound. Very active on the inside, so always on the road. It's always you know you go to somebody else's place. Winning is difficult, but winning on the road is adds another facet to it. And so it'll be a good challenge for us. Um, you know, the common opponent in the NICL again. So we know that it'll be a great environment. Um, so that'll be a, it'll be a great game. And then we turn around again and host whole line, like you mentioned, um, you know, they're a team that is, has been up and down all year. Um, I know that last year they were a very young team and they're still a young team this year. And so um, you can't get caught up in, um, in the noise, I guess is probably the best way to describe it. As the, and, and that even as you mentioned with the big game uh, Friday versus Gr, we've got big games coming up. You know, for for us, um, you know, our kids have experienced. You know, when they put when people play Gruddy Center, that's that's a big game for them. And um, you know, just because of whatever, whether it's you know football results or or whatever, and so people. Our kids know that people come to play us, and we'll and, and they'll give us a very good game, regardless of who it is. Um, and we would anticipate nothing else out of La Port City or or wine. So we've got to we've got to focus on those games. We got to go one and zero against you know that's the coach speaking me with Union, and then we got to go two and zero versus wine. and then we got to get ourselves ready to play Gr again on the road. So two out of three games on the road this week. Um, it's you know as you're trying to get your team organized and you know you've got you roll out a bunch of young kids there still it's, they're still trying to find their footing on some things and and um, you know it's just uh, it's our next big game so looking forward to that challenge but yeah it'll be a, a I would I would I would guess a, a great week of basketball and you just um, you just look forward to the next game and and just keep plugging away and moving on the best you can.
4: Just about out of time here today, but anything else you want to share about your program before we wrap up?
9: Well, you know, I just I just want to thank all of our all of our community for coming out and supporting our kids, both boys and girls teams. Um, last night was was a great atmosphere on a Friday night in Grundy. And like I always mentioned, John, I just want to thank you and uh, the rest of the surrounding media that cover our kids, both boys and girls teams. Um, it's just uh, they put in a lot of our kids put in a lot of time and energy and effort, um, and uh, and I know that the media does the same to promote our kids. So I just want to thank you guys for all that you do. Um, just to uh, to put Grundy Center on the map and uh, to keep us in
4: the spotlight a little bit. I right, appreciate it, Coach. That's Brent Thorne, head coach of the Grundy Center Boys basketball team. We will take a quick timeout. More has come up next on the Brothers Market Coach.
3: Hey, we're here on KQCR talking for Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center. Specials this week from the meat department. 80% lean ground beef, 10-pound tubes for $2.69 per pound. You don't want to buy the 10-pound tube? Well, you can buy it by the pound. 80% ground beef at Brothers Market, $2.99 a pound otherwise. Also, they have Frito-Lay party size chips for $3.99. Brothers Market has Campbell's tomato or chicken noodle soup, four cans for $5. And fresh strawberries. How's that for a wintertime treat? Two ninety nine for the fresh strawberries, plus many other specials at Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Grundy Center, where they treat you like family.
4: Back on the Brothers Market Coaches Show. It's now our South Harden segment, and unfortunately, head coach of the Tigers, John Phillips, was unable to be reached before the production of today's show. But the Tigers are off to a four and four start to the season now with A couple of wins under their belts this week. Uh, First of all, going into Christmas break, they had a lot to build on with a 67-57 loss to Applington Parkersburg on the road. So hanging close with a very good team there. And then they come out and score 92 points on East Marshall, but it was a barn burner, 92-88. The Tigers come out on top there in their home gym. I mean, this was back and forth the uh, whole way through. Each team scored 28 points in the second quarter. It was 50-46 to 46 at halftime. That would be the final score of uh, quite a few games um, in the state of Iowa this year. But uh, the Tigers and Mustangs going back and forth. And it was uh, 72-63, South Harden, at the end of the third quarter. But the Mustangs mounted a little bit of a comeback, outscoring South Harden 25-20 to in the fourth, but unfortunately not quite enough. For the Mustangs to come back, and fortunately for the Tigers, they were able to uh, hold off uh, the Mustangs despite a 43-point effort from uh, Junior Brown of East Marshall, and they were able to, South Harden, that is, was able to come out on top. No stats in from that game. Then it was a 66-34 victory over AGWSR as the Tigers were able to uh, pull away to move to uh, over 500. They were up 29-15 to uh, at the half and uh, able to stretch it out despite a low-scoring first quarter. South Harden uh, coming on top with the victory. No stats in from that game yet, but the Tigers moved to four and four and two and two in the NICL West. We'll preview the upcoming slate of games for South Harden next on the Brothers Market Coaches Show.
6: At Ellsworth Community College, you won't just be a face in the crowd. Their professors in Iowa Falls will get to know you personally and offer guidance throughout your college experience. They will stay in touch with you after you leave Ellsworth and check in to make sure you're still doing well. At ECC, they care about you and your learning experience and strive to provide you with all the help that you need. Let them help you create your experience at Ellsworth Community College. Call 641-648-4611. Today, you're visit Ellsworth communitycollege.com to learn more.
1: The day has finally arrived. Greenbelt Bank & Trust is open for business at our newest location in Parkersburg. We will be open in our mobile banking unit with lobby hours Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. and drive-up hours Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Our mobile banking unit features in-person service, a drive-up, and a night deposit for all your banking needs. We now offer you the opportunity to stop in and introduce yourself to our professional, knowledgeable staff. We think you will enjoy seeing familiar faces ready to serve you. we can help you with a full line of products and services from a new checking or savings account to a large variety of loan options a new location and another reason that greenbelt bank and trust is leading the way
3: greenbelt bank and trust leading the way in iowa falls parkersburg ackley grundy center eldora and belmont member FDIC. equal housing lender
0: delivering local news sports and information from north central iowa to the world 98.9 fm kqcr parkersburg and at RadioOnTheGo.com.
4: Back on the Brothers Market Coaches Show as we continue our South Harden segment of the program, the Tiger boys basketball team is 4-4 four and four overall and 2-2 two and two in the North Iowa Cedar League West. And again, unfortunately, head coach of the Tigers, John Phillips, was unable to be reached prior to the production of today's show. But here's a look at what's coming up for the Tigers in the upcoming week. It'll be a back-to-back on Monday and Tuesday, and then that is it. As the Tigers will play host to Iowa Falls Alden and then head to Denver on Monday and Tuesday. It starts off with a home game against the Iowa Falls Alden Cadets on Monday, January 9th. And that's a series that the Cadets have taken the last two games in, 7 to 4 in the bound era, as they will renew that series. Uh, a nice Harden County rivalry there, a non conference action between South Harden and Iowa Falls Alden. Looking at this matchup, the Tigers are putting up nearly 69 points per game, while the Cadets are only putting up about 55 points per game. So the Cadets uh, a little bit uh, under match as far as the scoring goes, but they do lead in uh, quite a bit of other statistical categories. Uh, You might expect them to win the rebounding battle in this one. Uh, Almost twice as many steals... Then uh, South Harden has recorded on the season as well. But the Tigers are a little bit smarter with the basketball, committing only 10 turnovers per game compared to Iowa Falls Alden's 14 points per game. So an interesting one. Uh, always a uh, great when those two programs get together. Rivalry matchup in Eldora on Monday night. And then it'll be a trip to the Cyclone Center to take on Denver on Tuesday night, January 10th and that's a series that Denver has won the last two, and they played last year, a 93-77 Cyclone victory, but the prior matchup was in the 2018-19 season, so the team's playing back-to-back years after not playing each other very often. Before that, the Cyclones a little bit down this year. They are 3-6 and six overall, and they are winless here to start the new year with losses to Wapsie Valley and Hudson under their belts here to get rolling in 2023. And then that's it, as the Tigers will be off for the rest of the week. No Friday game next week. They won't return to action until a big one with gladbrook Rhineback Coming up on January 17th, that'll be in Eldora. So over a week between NICL West games for the South Harden boys basketball team. Again, the Tigers 4-4 four and four overall, and 2-2 two and two in the NICL Central. That's it for the South Harden segment on the Brothers Market Coaches Show.
2: No one covers more local high school sports than Radio on the Go. Listen to 98.9 FM and the KQCR stream at RadioOnTheGo.com. Each season for coverage of the Dyke-New Hartford Wolverines, the Clarksville Indians, and the South Harden Tigers. We are Radio on the Go.
4: Back on the Brothers Market Coaches Show, joined now by Eric Crandall. He's the Headboys Boys basketball coach at Clarksville. Coach, thanks for the time. Uh, It ends up being a forty-three to thirty-five loss at North Butler here this past Monday, Uh, and no games uh, since then. So, uh, kind of a long time to kind of sit on that one. Uh, Kind of back and forth for most 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 of the way, an entertaining game, but North Butler ends up pulling away late. Uh, Can you go back to that game and talk about how that went from your perspective?
10: Yeah, um, I mean, the first half kind of went how a lot of our games have gone so far this year. We had, you know, it was a two-point game at halftime. Uh, we had probably too many turnovers for us, but our defense was pretty decent, and it felt like we were we were hitting a good number of shots. Uh, second half, we kind of kept attacking the basket a little bit, and uh, Corbin Lewis kind of started taking over inside with blocking some shots and kind of controlling the boards. And uh, we left we left the three point shooters open just a couple times too many. Um, we had a tough night shooting. Uh, Eli had a little bit of an off game for him, so offensively it was a struggle we just we kind of just got stuck in the mud there for most of the second half and to come away with from that with a eight point loss with too many turnovers with Eli being about 15 under his average um it's frustrating but it's also in a way encouraging just to know that that we were still competitive playing not our best so we straighten some things out we can we feel like we can get back get back in the swing of things and get back against uh similar type competition moving forward yeah and so in that game um you, you had mentioned eli being held like 15
4: points under his uh under his average um and you were held uh, as a team you're held under just about every uh every average and every single score um uh statistical category wasn't quite a season low point total but it was pretty close there um i guess can you point to any reasons maybe just a little bit of a sluggish uh, out of the break and i don't know North Butler was playing good defense that
10: night too a little bit of both, yeah. They definitely played well. Um, they do have some good size inside, and a couple times, uh, you know, watching the film back or even or even watching it as it as happening, it looked like you know we had transition opportunities where they were, you know, one on two maybe, and instead of maybe pulling out and setting up an offense, we kind of just kept going and looked for the shot, and those are tough to finish. Um, we had a couple couple of jump shots that that we've hit during the year that that didn't go in for us. Um, Big thing is we didn't get to the foul line. We shot one free throw, and, you know, those are free points. And if, if you are not going to get any free throw attempts or one free throw attempt in the game, that's not going to add to our input any. So, and that and then, you know, too many turnovers. Um, it was not as much of a transition game as we'd been playing recently. So, everything just kind of combined to hold down our possessions a little bit. And then if you only shoot, you know, 33% from the field and three three-pointers and no free throws, it's, it's tough to score. So, give them credit. Give us maybe <laughs> – Discredit for not quite, you know, performing our best, but like I said, just to be in that game at least is at least something that we can take from it. Um, Obviously, there's a a ton of things we can do better and we got to hurry up because we got three games in a row coming up here shortly.
4: Yeah, we'll talk about that stretch run here in a sec. But uh, can, let's talk about uh, what you guys accomplished over the over this uh, past Christmas break. Can you talk about some of the biggest areas of emphasis and uh, and uh, things you guys were able to uh, get uh, accomplished, and some
10: things you thought uh, improved over break? I think we got our legs back. You know, five days off, um, kind of a choppy schedule with the weather, where we you know had the Riceville game postponed two different times, and we we had the one Janesville game, but we missed some practice time, and then and then over and then Christmas, and so then coming back hit four days of practice before the North Butler game. And, you know, we got our legs back for the most part. Um, we did a lot of shooting. We put in a couple of new offensive looks. They're focused on things because we think moving forward, we might play more man-to-man teams than we've played thus far. We've got a lot of zone opponents so far. So just giving us a few more options and then uh, kind of mixing and matching lineups a little bit. Uh, you know, we, we there's guys that have maybe earned more opportunity Um, maybe switching rotations up a little bit might be something we do moving forward. Um, You know, Monday night, Rex Ross had a very good game off the bench for us. And um, so there's just, there's just a number of things you tend to overthink it because you don't have as much practice time after break and having four practices in a row for one opponent. And then a long week of practice for the next opponent, but then the game is coming quickly. So kind of a balance of uh, working on specific things for one opponent, but also, cleaning things up for the remainder of the season because everything comes at just so fast the rest of the way, January, and February.
4: Yeah, you bet. Uh, earlier this season, uh, I guess in the preseason as well, we talked about um, how we were expecting big things from uh, from your junior Eli Schmidt. Um, I think it's been a few weeks since we've kind of talked about him, but right now he's averaging 20 points per game among the best in the Iowa Star Conference uh, with, with scoring the basketball. Uh, looks like he's your leader in steals as well, uh, right up there with assists as well. Can you talk about what he's uh, been able to do the, to
10: uh, lead the way and being one of your most uh, effective players? Yeah, he's he's gotten a lot more efficient uh, with his shooting. Um, the percentage is way up. I think he's right at fifty percent, and that's coming off a tough game against North Butler. But uh, getting in transition has been a big uh, stress for us this year because our, you know, I think of our improved athleticism and overall team speed. Plus, we're not the tallest team, so we're we're looking for easy baskets if we can get them because in a half court, sometimes we're a little overmatched size wise. But Eli's mid range game is is just tremendous. Um, just the fifteen foot. 18 foot and he can have a guy in his face. He can be open. It just, it feels like it's, it's going in and it's, you're almost surprised on the sideline when it doesn't, but uh, he works on that in practice. And we, the whole team does, but um, the combination of the mid range game and getting the basket, uh, he gets the free throw line a decent amount, way more than a lot of our other guys. And his three point confidence has kind of come back this year. he, He shot the ball pretty well his freshman year. And then the three pointer wasn't really going for him last year. So he kind of stayed away from it. It's gotten back there. Um, I think he had three against Janesville, for example. So just a combination. It all adds up to, you know, 20 points a game, I guess. But he definitely has an offensive mindset. But he's also, I give him a lot of credit because he's trusting his teammates. And uh, we've had some two-on-ones where he's made some really good passes or two-on-twos, things like that. But he also finds cutters in our offense. So half court, full court, uh, offensively, he's he's a very solid all-around guy.
4: I'll resume my conversation with Clarksville boys basketball coach Eric Crandall next on the Brothers Market
2: Coach. It's a router sale with Butler Bremer Communications. Get better, faster internet usage at huge savings with the new Gigaspire router from Butler Bremer. Just churn in your old router and or bring a food donation for the local food pantry and get a Gigaspire U6 router normally $175 for just $85. Or trade in for a U4 router normally $135, now only $45. If you live in Clarksville or other areas supported by Butler Bremer Communications. Get more details by stopping by their Plainfield office or call 319-267-4458. Butler Bremer giving you more for less. If you find yourself wondering, but do I
4: really need life insurance? The short answer is yes. The long answer is a bit more personal, and might include things like student loan debt, car payments, mortgage payments, funeral expenses, and even tuition. No matter what stage of life you're in or what expenses you might leave behind, having life insurance in place to protect your family is a smart move. Contact Farm Bureau agent Dave Eberline in Clarksville to learn more today. It's your future. Let's protect farm bureau life insurance company i now resume my conversation with clarksville boys basketball coach eric crandall on the brothers market coaches show all right, well, right let's take a look at that upcoming schedule here so i get it pulled up uh clark collins maxwell here on saturday uh right back at it on monday with the trip to riceville you'll get another chance at dunkerton here on tuesday so here we are bang 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 with uh with three games in four days there, and then Don Bosco to end the week, another uh, rematch there. Uh, what does the upcoming week have in store for your program here now that uh, things are really uh, cranking up with the schedule?
10: Yeah, it's, it's. Uh, I mean, we got to really focus in each day because each opponent's going to be so different. Um, I think Collins Maxwell, we've seen him on film a couple times. They've, they played some teams that we've played as well. I think they play Waterloo Christian here later today. Uh, they like to space the floor, shoot threes get up and down and transition and, and full court press. Um, I know Riceville in the past has has really gotten after us physically. Um, I know they will still continue to press. You know, they don't have all the, the people they've had in the past or the parts they've had in the past, but they are kind of a full court team too. But they really go after you on the rebounds and really, you know, put the put the onus on the officials to, to see what they get away with um, defensively. I mean, they're going to be physical, not dirty. They're going to be physical and they're going to get in your face. And then, of course, Dunkerton has just tremendous depth and tremendous, you know, top two players that uh, have really kind of dominated the conference so far. So each game is kind of a unique set of challenges. I guess all three teams do like to run a little bit. So we might be <laughs> we might be using our legs. We might be using our bench a little bit more here, especially um, on the back to back Monday, Tuesday. So um, if we get an opportunity where we have a little bit of a cushion late in game and can give guys you know, a couple minutes of rest. Might not seem like a big deal, but in a you know 21-game season, especially with 14 games and about a five-week stretch, we definitely need to be smart on minutes. And uh, with no practice time, hopefully, you know, just come to the gym each day sharp, and hopefully shots are falling and keep us in games.
4: Yeah, so in a busy stretch like this, when you got so many games in a short amount of time, um, is it, is it a scenario where you try to install like different game plans, you know, different scouting reports, you know, just about every single day, or is it a lot of kind of focusing on what uh, you guys do best and how you, and, and focusing on yourselves, it, you know, you
10: know what I'm saying with that? Absolutely. Um, we, I ideally we would like to have a little bit more scouting of each opponent, but I also think that at this point, you know, we kind of are what we are and the, the more we can sharpen up what we do, the better. So we've, Worked more toward, you know, trying to get us at our best and and put that out on the court. Um, obviously, we have played uh, Dunkerton already this year, and we have and Don Bosco, and we've seen plenty of Riceville on film and in years past. So, um, not a lot of surprises there. So, kind of what to expect, but it's just going to be a matter of each day: are we ready to play at the start of the game? And then when we do get a gap in there between Tuesday and Friday, those two practices in between. Uh, Duncan and Don Bosco will be big for just kind of resetting to catching our breath. And then especially Thursday, you know, gearing up for, for one game again, be more like a normal schedule. But um, I think it's fun for the players. They they play every day if they could. So uh, the coaches is kind of stressful because you are like, oh, are we ready for this? Because we didn't practice this specifically. But um, our guys, like I said, they've, they've been working hard all year. And, and kind of we are who we are and we're going to hopefully hopefully bring our best game each day.
4: You know, big picture though, you guys right now are sitting in third place in the Iowa Star North, just a half game behind uh, Waterloo Christian, who's in second right now. Um, not sure if anyone's going to be able to catch Dunkerton here this year, the way they're looking. But a chance for you guys to, you know, maybe even finish second in the league. Can you just talk about, um, you know, the the vibe and the atmosphere surrounding your team, knowing that you guys definitely still have the potential to do something special and you know really put Clarksville basketball back on the map?
10: Yeah, it's. I mean, it's been a talking point since I've been here, um, especially after last season where we, we, we were catching there, we're getting a little more competitive in games and, and looking at the the standings and like, you know, this, this team loses this guy and this team loses this guy. And, and, you know, our goal is, is as a team, you know, move up the conference standings, whatever place that means, um, to be in the possibility of even, you know, thinking about second, third places is a big step forward. Um, a lot of teams that we played so far and and, were, and beat, now we got to go on the road against them the second time around. So uh, that's going to be a challenge. We've been winning at home. So can we go and beat those same teams on the road? Can we get one against Waterloo Christian? Uh, like I said, Dunkerton's going to be a pretty tall task no matter who their opponent is. But um, So we just got to hopefully repeat you know, some of the things that we did successfully in those first matchups. But now that they've seen us head-to-head and they know – that we're more competitive than we've been, you know, they're going to take us more seriously, or they're going to they're going to put more time into f- focusing on us. So it's kind of a balance of you know guys keeping their confidence, but realizing that they're going to get a different look the second time around, and their team's going to adjust and do something that we hit we didn't see the first time, so that they can have a chance to be more successful. So it's fun challenge, is part of the you know the sport, and especially in the conference season, playing everybody twice. But um, our guys are definitely. You know, glad to be that you know we're not at the bottom of the conference right now. But realizing that every game is is a tough test, and that the more that we put into each game, the better our end results going to end up being. You bet. Uh, a lot of
4: good things are hopefully in store for this team as the season goes on, uh, Coach. Just about out of time here today, but anything else you want to share about your program before we wrap up?
10: Um, just to you know, back to Monday's game. Um, I said Rex Ross. I mentioned him. Uh, he had eight points and seven rebounds off the bench. He had his first two three-pointers of the season. Great game for him. Connor Tassone was, was a very good all-around game with eight points and did a lot of good things, good passing, getting in the passing lanes defensively and, and getting some rebounds. And Jake Stauffer battled big time inside against a much taller opponent. Um, he didn't shoot great, but at eight rebounds, four assists, and four steals, and and really uh, was a huge factor in the first half of helping us have the halftime lead. So, you know, each game, it seems like two or three different guys might step up. And, and Monday night, we definitely had those three guys play some of their best games moving forward. So it's exciting that we get, you know, everybody on board at the same time that, you know, it's the potential there is, you know, we can hang with a lot of good teams on our schedule. So uh, that's, I guess, what I would have to say at this point.
4: You bet. That's Eric Crandall, head coach of the Clarksville Boys basketball team. Appreciate the time, coach, and uh, best luck here uh, tomorrow against Collins Maxwell. Thanks, John. All right, more is coming up next on the Brothers Market Coach.
3: Whether you still have to do your grocery shopping for this weekend or you just want to get in on some good buys, come to Brothers Market this week in Parkersburg and Grundy Center. Right now, Brothers Market has specials like from the meat department. Whole pork shoulder roast, $1.99 a pound. How about Yo Play Yogurt? $10 for $6. Smart Ones, frozen entrees, two for four bucks. Best choice mac and cheese, Brothers Market has for just sixty nine cents. And Grand's biscuits, two for five dollars. Many other specials around the store. They're open seven days a week. It's Brothers Market in Parkersburg and Center, where they treat you like family.
4: That's just about it for this week's edition of the Brothers Market Coaches Show. Thanks to area boys basketball coaches for joining us on today's program. And if you missed any of today's show, you can find it on demand at radioonthego.com. Coming up later today, Northern Iowa basketball against Southern Illinois. 1230 pregame and 1 o'clock Opening tip-off from the McLeod Center in Cedar Falls from Learfield here on 98.9 KQCR later today, and then our next local sports broadcast comes your way on Monday night. Grundy Center basketball teams will be on the road to take on the Union Knights. Coverage that night starts 6:05 p.m. and the opening tip-off from Laporte City is at. And then on Friday night next week, on January 13th, AGWSR will be on the road to take on East Marshall in an NICL West doubleheader. Looking forward to that coming up next week. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Brothers Market Coaches Show. I'm John Moe Cole reporting for Radio on the Go Sports.
3: You've been listening to the Brothers Market Coach's Corner. Now checked out for this Saturday. If you missed today's program, listen to the podcast under the sports tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. Tune in again next Saturday at 10 a.m. as we bag up another order from our area coaches on the Brothers Market Coaches Corner on 98.9 KQCR Parkersburg. And remember, for groceries this weekend, shop Brothers Market, Parkersburg, and Grundy Center, and make sure to download their free mobile app for exclusive specials. Brothers Market, where they treat you like family.